Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. Today's episode features Michelle Abraham. She's an international speaker, podcast host, and podcast producer. She's also the author of the upcoming book, The Profitable Podcast. She was voted number 16 of the top 50 moms in podcasting by Podcast Magazine, and she's just an all-around badass woman. This interview dives into the world of podcasting, how she got started, her level of innovation, and digs into what she defines success truly is. Ever wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Blair. Um, Hi, Teresa. <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule to talk to us about success. I've gotten to know you over the past few years, you know, social media, the business community. And recently, you know, you and I are part of the same networking group. And every time you speak, it's the group and I learn more about you. I just find you so amazing and fascinating. So thank you for coming on Dissecting Success. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. So, I mean, I want to dive into the first question, but first I just want to say, wow, like how, how did you get voted? Like, how did you, how did they find you for the, the top 50 mom podcasting podcasters? Like you're, you're the, you're number 16. Like that's crazy. That's awesome. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what, what? that's pretty huge. <laughs> it was pretty huge. But what was even more huge about that story, and I don't know if you know this part, but actually four of our clients were in the top 20 as well. So we had a number six, number 11, number 12, and number 18. So like, and that was even more so cool for me to have our clients up there. And um, it was on voting. It was on a voting system. And uh, you had to be actually even nominated before they could vote. And uh, yeah, it was just a super cool, like unexpected, really cool Mother's Day spread. And actually my, our pitch, my family picture was on the spread of it as well. So my family was on the magazine as well too. So that was cool. And you just won an award. I did. Yes. I just won Entrepreneur of the Year Award through Business from the Heart, which was really cool. So that was super exciting too. So look at you successful <laughs> so Amazing. Wait, talk about that. Like what you have all these really great accomplishments. You know, you have Kevin Harrington, who is the original shark on shark tank, you know, says that amplify you is North America's top podcast management company that to me from an outsider is success, but let's maybe break it down. Like what does success mean to you? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, I love that question because success can mean like so many different things like on this journey. Um, to me right now, success means that I'm here after school and my kids get home. Um, I'm able to see them off to the bus in the morning. I'm able to stop what I'm doing during the day and go on a field trip with their class. Um, I'm able to have evenings and weekends free to drive them to soccer, to do a family game after dinner. To me, that's success. Um, and that's, uh, that wasn't always the case. That's, that kind of success wasn't always possible. I was working some evenings and weekends at some point during my career. So to me, that's, that's more of a balance in life and, and having the financial freedom to do that as well has been great. I think that's beautiful. So it's essentially your right now, your benchmarkers for success is what you're able to do in your personal life. And you've set your personal life up in a way that your business can support it and that you control those boundaries. So for you, it's more about your, your work success is what is helping your family life. Personal success. Yeah. And it happened about four years ago where um, I was noticing my husband was like so grumpy every time he came home from work. He was just done. He'd been in the same job, same career for like 17 years. And um, at the point uh, I had a business, few businesses before this that, you know, didn't necessarily do very well. He was always like, you know, supporting us financially and everything. And, um, you know, we actually had this idea to move to where like we love going to every weekend on vacation. That was his family summer home and um, place uh, was on a lake and we thought we it was his happy place. We loved it there, but it's like he would have had to have left his career in order to like actually for us to be able to do that in my business would actually have to like be, be able to support us. And so we had a flood in our house four years ago and we looked at ourselves like, I think this is the universe's way of telling us that we are like halfway moved out now we should try to just list our house and see what happens and sold in three days and then we were able to move up here and he was able to quit his job and now he like loves what he's doing he's fixing boats on the lake and you know it's a lifestyle for our it was a lifestyle move for our family so that was really a success our, that's how that's the success that we're in right now originally started as it wasn't so, so successful basically <laughs> a flooded house equals success <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the universe gave us a big old slap in the butt <laughs> told us to get moving <laughs> on those dreams so that was super cool I love this so much Michelle because one thing that you know really comes out for me is that the success that you're experiencing now it's about an experience, like experiencing life at fuller depth. There is more in it, right? A lot more room, more spaciousness for your family. And everybody sounds like is doing things that they're passionate about in your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's allowed our family to just flourish in a way that wasn't going to be possible living in the city. Even our kids, they go to a really small school now. Um, you know, they're, they're just getting a better education, I think. And they're getting to like live outdoors and like have like the childhood like that we had, whereas like a lot of kids these days don't get to do that. So when have you felt, because you've have a lot of uh, like accomplishments career-wise and, uh, and personal when have you felt the most successful? Can you walk us through that feeling and what happened and just tell us about it? Yeah, I think when I, when I felt like the most successful was um, the minute that we sold our house, uh, put in this big, big lifestyle change and to think that like my business was going to be able to 
support us financially to be able to do what we wanted to do. Like to me, I was like, wow, like this is what I've been wanting. This is what my family has been waiting for. Like, you know, it was always a trial and error business before, like we had lots of businesses, like ups and downs before that in, in different businesses. And so finally to be like, okay, yeah, like we can do this and I can make it work. And like, yeah, it can be most of the financial, you know, financial income can come from my business. Like, holy crap, that's awesome. (laughs) And like, just imagine if that flood never happened, you never moved, like, where would you be? Right. Like, it's kind of like, I write in my book, like shit or get off the pot. It's kind of like (laughs) now or never, like, and when you have that ambition, you can just put, and you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Yeah. And I think if you have like the, the, the other people depending on you to do that, it's the, just that a little bit more of a push than like cruising and being like, oh, we'll be okay if this doesn't work and you know, whatever. <laughs> it was just that push that I needed to actually, you know, do business properly and like stop making it a hobby and like actually making it a business. Do you have, um, I guess on the other side of the spectrum, just so people can, you know, you have all these really cool things going on. And you have this really interesting personal story about how you got here. And I, I don't know if we're going to have a chance to d- dig too much into it. But um, when I got to know you, you shared about your traveling through Europe story. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that has anything to do with what I'm about to ask you. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But is there a time where you were just like shook into your core? You felt most unsuccessful or like kind of one of those lower moments that you knew that you had to make a change? Yeah. You know, I, I did, I had, um, so, and it's funny because that story actually relates to why I had this original, this business in the first place. So, uh, what player was alluding to there is that my, you know, we're backpacking through Europe and all of a sudden at 19, like, you know, one of the, one of my two best friends that was with me was killed by a train. And so being 19 and having that kind of trauma was like, holy smokes, like I got to learn that life is short. You don't know how long you have to live. You better freaking take advantage of what you can and make the most of it. And then I learned that as a really young age and it came from trauma and it, but it came from a tragedy, but I think it was a really big blessing. So fast forward many years later where I traveled the time and done all sorts of crazy things like bungee jumping and skydiving and all sorts of crazy things. I was working at a ski and snowboard tour company and I was like, oh, this is the best job ever. I'm like skiing 150 days a year. And then I remember the bosses, uh, his, the father-in-law came into the office and he's like, you know, they're grooming you to take over this business. And I was just like, ah, no, wait a second. That's not my dream. That's theirs. And so I was like, you know what? I need to go and do something that's more meaningful. Um, like I love taking people on ski trips on the weekend and have a really fun time, but is that really enhancing their life in any way? Not really. <laughs> so I, I started, uh, really getting into fitness and I was like, I want to be a personal trainer and motivate and inspire people. So I opened a fitness business and it was doing really well. And then I met this woman who had a fitness business for like plus size people. And we, her and I got along so good. So we decided to join forces and open up a, a studio together. So we took on a lot of overhead, bought new equipment and about a, about six months into that partnership, it, we decided, uh, she decided that that wasn't, that wasn't what she wanted to do. And it wasn't following her dreams. So, uh, a business dismantle, let's put it that way <laughs> with a lot of overhead. It felt like a big breakup. <laughs> it, it took half our clients and left me with a lot of overhead. And so that to me was like a low point in business is like, okay, like, do I like that? That was like a really big shock. And also like, oh my God, like now, like, can I make this work with just me? And like, I don't know, half the amount of 
clients and all the overheads. I don't know. So to me, that was a really a low point. And I felt like a failure because it was like a relationship breakup that, you know, it's one of those things that sucked. <laughs> how did you crawl out of that? Like, how did you start to regain that business confidence and start climbing out of that, that feeling of failure, even though you aren't a failure and you weren't a failure, but you felt that way. Like, how did you bring yourself out of that? Yeah. You know, I really had to, um, do some soul searching. Cause I was like, I feel like, I feel like a failure. I feel like this is not my thing. And I grew up with an entrepreneurial dad who like had lots of business failures and lots of like lots of business successes. So I saw the waves of him and I was like, Oh man, here we go. <laughs> like a business failure. But I think that business failure, um, I was able to turn it around and, and grow and grow that business, um, to where I wanted it until it no longer served its purpose. Um, I eventually sold it when I got pregnant and, um, it was really cool is I think having the confidence and knowing that, um, I think that obviously family support was huge. Like having family support going like, yes, like you've got this, you can do this. Like, you know, that really helped me with my confidence and then having some amazing, actually, I think that's like a right around the right. This first time I ever met you was when that whole business thing was going on in my little studio in North End in my fitness studio. And, um, you know, it's really interesting because that whole dismantle of that relationship, I was able to then put all my effort into one business and one focus. And I actually grew it to, I had 17 trainers in eight locations across BC. And, um, you know, it turned into a big success after a while, but I had to pick myself up off the floor a few times. <laughs> so it's almost like your rock bottom launched you into success outer space. <laughs> totally. <laughs> in that business. Yeah. You know, I, I, it took a long time to crawl out of that hole, but I think, you know, just day by day and like client by client, every new client that, you know, signed up with me, it gave me more and more confidence and like, yes, this is the right thing. Keep going, keep focused and uh, end up being a good, good thing after a while. And in, and also my business partner at the time, she went skyrocketed onto her own career and body positive health and fitness and too. So that was the right thing for her too. So at the time it seemed horrible, but it all worked out fine. It's so powerful because I always like to say everything happens for us. And it sounds like for both of you, you know, you took that opportunity that was really not a fun place to be and decided to, you know, turn it around. You're like step by step, client by client, day by day, right? Like yeah. it wasn't like, a, okay, I'm going to make a quantum leap and tomorrow I'm going to be this, you know, big fitness gym owner. And I love that you sort of broke that down. And I think that that's such a good message for so many people. Mm-hmm. So how has you've had, I feel like you've had many like l- careers, <laughs> you know, cause now you run a really successful um, podcast management company. You have a podcast family living the dream life on a lake. You take your kids to school by boat. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That's really cool. um, but you've also, you know, you, you were, you had this gym franchise and you probably had a lot of other things because you come from a line of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. How has success changed for you? You know, like how has it evolved? Because obviously like at some, at one point you weren't married and you didn't have kids and now you have this whole different life than you probably when you first started off your entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey. So how has the evolution of success been for you? Yeah, that's a great question. It's interesting how 
your priorities change as your life evolves. And it's like, you know, even now, like, I mean, I remember my first time in my business, the whole goal was to make money, right? Like make money, make money, make money. Did that really help? No, that didn't really help. And when I started changing, like as I've matured and grown as a person, my priorities have changed, obviously, to not just be about making money, to be like, my business has to mean something. My business has to be changing people's lives, making an impact. And as soon as I start making those kinds of shifts in my own mentality, my own thoughts, like that's when our business success really changed and success now to me, like the biggest success of this year was having those clients in that magazine right along with me. Like to me, that was like the coolest thing ever because not only were we doing well, but our clients were also really doing well too. So that's not just about us. It's about the impact that we're able to make. And now like when we're able to see our clients being really successful in what they're doing, and making an impact in their communities, then that's more the success that we're looking for now. And of course, the financial, you know, things always, always a bonus on the side, but it's more so seeing the impact that they're able to make in the world. Can you describe the feeling of success? <laughs> like, what does success feel like to you? Hmm. That's interesting. I think the feeling not every day feels like success. Let's just be honest. Not every day feels like it's amazing. Um, but when you can look back and be like, yeah, like that was awesome. Like, I feel like it's, um, you just feel like you want to dance, I guess it could be the thing you want to dance. You want to get up and dance. Uh, Teresa uh, loves dancing. Yeah. There you go. On her Instagram always busting move. <laughs> You feel like you want to do a TikTok like dance or something? <laughs> I will. I might just be, I think celebrating and dancing is really, really important and we yeah. don't do enough of it. I think it's cool. I think it's, I think if it makes me feel like I want to dance, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What Do you ever crank the tunes and have a dance party yeah. with your family? My kids and I always have a dance party in the living room for sure. What wow. is like, what's, there's what, a pre-bedtime routine. <laughs> what kind of music are we dancing to here in your house? Um, my kids really like the, uh, the clap your, ha- clap your hands song, you know, the, um, da, 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 da. Yeah. Everybody, clap your, yeah, we can I, make your hands clap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my kids love that song right now. Oh, that's awesome! I love it. That's like your maybe your family theme song. Like that's that's like the soundtrack to success for you. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, at one point it was that uh, because um, it was like you know the because um, they're happy to do yeah. you know that song that yeah. was at one point and then oh gosh there's been lots of several songs my kids always have like these good benchmarks per, <laughs> for for love songs, it. right they always come you, up with these great ones we need to have Michelle's playlist of success <laughs> there you go <laughs> I mean I you and your that would be a really cool project like it'd be interesting to see like with your kids because you guys are obviously different generations yeah um, like putting together like what the playlist of success is that you dance around to when you guys you know get good grades or achieve a goal or totally. land a client or whatever the you know goal is I think yeah. that'd be really fun and like I love that because if you have dance parties for sure yeah heck yeah <laughs> um so just to wrap things up what is one piece of advice you would give people who are on their path to success? Yeah. You know what? I, this is a good one because this could have stopped me a lot of times. You don't know how close you are to like, actually like you're, you're so close. You're so close. Don't give up. Just keep going. Keep following your dreams. And if you want to give up and you feel like you want to give up, dig deeper into your why, why are you doing it? Get outside of you and, and know that it's not just about you. And uh, you'll, that will push you through. That's I love so that. 
Teresa, do you have anything you want to toss in there? Oh, Michelle, you know, it's just your story is so incredible. And, you know, just that piece on, you know, I, I think I find that I see so many people give up just before, right? Like they're an inch away of it working and, and having now been in entrepreneurship full time for almost a year and before, like, you left the safety of my career in January, I now ha have so much more connection to that when someone says, you might just be an inch away, keep going. And so when you said that actually gave me goosebumps because I was like, you know, it's so true. And I think that's so powerful because so many people give up just before it would have worked, right? And I think that's where like, you know, that's where the group parts, right? Between the people who end up bridging the gap of making it work and actually creating this life that they want, like you, right? Mm -hmm. Like amazing. Yeah. And the people that end up, you know, hanging up the shackle and being like, didn't work, right? So mm -hmm. kudos to you. And that's such a key, key point. So I love that our- I, lo I, I love that I'm that. an inch away from success. Yeah. And so are you, right? We're all just an inch away or mm -hmm. many inches, but you never know. Yeah. Or an inch away is that what you define success as too, right? Like right. everyone's different. I mean, I could have given up so many times and wanted to give up so many times, but I looked at the alternative. It's like, do I want to get a job and go work for someone else? Heck no. And actually, <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I actually did at one point, I did actually bridge the gap there for a few years while I was like having babies and like figuring out like the next move. But like, I mean, I've been working in podcasting since 2012 and like, it's only in the last like three years that it's really become popular. So like all those five years where I was like this podcasting thing, I don't know. I think it's going to go somewhere, but I don't know. I don't know. It's not like, you know, I feel like now is the right time and the right place for it. But, you know, had I, I could have given up like so long ago on it because nobody knew what the heck I was talking about. Sometimes that happens when you're ahead of a ah, visionary. A trend, yeah. Right? You I opened a co-working space in the first co-working space outside of downtown Vancouver area uh, in Coquitlam. And everyone's like, what the hell is a co-working space? Why do we need one out here? And then once we open one app, we're like, yeah, why do they need one? They have bigger offices. They have bigger houses out here. And that's maybe why there aren't. But now there's like 15 of them in Coquitlam. So, you know, it's just, it's tough being a visionary, tough, tough being ahead of your time too. Um, but you know, if you really have a vision for something and you really know something, you know, if you really deep down know something should work or what you want it to work or your why is connected to it, then stick with it. Well, I think that's great advice. The visionary Michelle Abraham. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to impart your wisdom um, with our listeners and share some deep thoughts with us. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you, ladies. I love what you're doing here. I think this is such a cool podcast. Fantastic. Well, rock on. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.